Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, one of your beautiful and sexy hosts. Look at this. Yes, thank you very much. I took my antidepressant today. Just kidding. <laughs> Here with Marnie Kinris, also beautiful and owner of The Wing Girl Method. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to have our voice of man come on, of course. And that is Adam Galad, who has like tons of great information. I don't know where he gets it. He <laughs> reads, which is weird. I don't right. know who does that. But uh, he's coming on a little bit. And then we also have Kevin from Kevin and Bean coming on, which is going to be cool. Just classic radio guy. Yeah. So maybe we can learn a thing or two. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get into the show for the day, I wanted to start off the show by doing a uh, – oh, actually, we what? also have – no, that's for another time that we have somebody else on. But yes, I'm going to do my Wing Girl Minute. <laughs> Did you know that 85% of communication is done without words? Well, it's true, and it means that what you say is not nearly important as important to women as how you say it. Body language, including your voice tonality, is what really communicates to women what type of man you are. Your body language, for example, must always be sending the signal that you are dominant without overdoing it and coming across as insecure. If at any time your body language and your verbal language aren't sending the same message, it indicates to women that you are incongruent and sticks you with a label of being creepy. So make sure that at all times, um, so make sure that you, uh, your forms of communication are expressing the same thing. And the thing you want them to express is, I'm confident, I have a, I have value, and I may want you. And that's my wing girl minute. That, that was, I stumbled over a little bit. That was me so bad in fifth grade. I remember being a kid in school and just wanted desperately to read perfectly in front of the <laughs> class. Like, and that every time, the, every time I would thing. screw up because I tried so hard. Really? Yeah, you know that you get called on to read in class. I actually never got called on by this one teacher. I can't remember. I think it was like fourth grade, and I was so humiliated because I told my mom, and my mom called. <gasps> and you I said, o- call on Kristen. Yes, and I only knew that she called because the the next day the teacher was like, "Kristen, why don't you read?" And I was like, "Damn you, mom!" I was humiliated. Really? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. And, and that's where it all started. Her name, her name was Mrs. Venus. Venus. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Oh, that's name. a horrible name for yeah. a teacher, especially yeah. in fourth grade. That's awful. Yeah, and she got cancer. Oh, I'm like, well, that's what you get for not calling on me, oh. bitch. <laughs> oh, Just kidding. <laughs> well, one thing I wanted to bring up because we do have Kevin from Kevin and Bean coming on the show. Uh, I was on the Kevin and Bean show a couple of weeks ago. And after I was on the show, I got a ton of people going to my website, which is great and wonderful. And that's the reason that I go on to these shows. But I, I were in, in LA. So I got a lot of entertainment people contacting me as well, which always feels nice. But this one company contacted me who was talking about turning my life story into a film blah 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 blah. so you know they're a really good company they've done neighbors and like other like really great recent films so i sent over um a copy of my book that i wrote for men which is called get 
No, for, for women. No, for men. Oh, it was okay. called Get Insider. And I also sent over my new book and program that I've created that's called That's Not How Men Work, which is out right now. And if you go to my website, winggirlmethod.com slash men work, I would write a book just a called Men Don't Work. Like, they're lazy bums. That's our next one. Yes, it's the next one. No, that's not true. But so anyway, so I send over the book. And from, in, from my point of view, this book that I have written for women is all about empowering the woman to make the choices and to be clear on what she wants, who she wants, who she thinks she is, who she wants to be. Anyway, there's like a whole bunch of other steps about dating and interacting with men inside that, but a big part of it is kind of female empowerment, but also it's about educating women on how men actually work, not how we think they work or how they dream and wish men worked, how men actually work so that they can act Accordingly, yeah, it's be not successful. It's not sugarcoated. So anyway, so I'm I'm expecting this woman to say, "Oh my God, we absolutely love Marnie." She wrote <laughs> back to my manager and said, "She was probably um, a lesbian." That they were shocked to see that I was so misogynistic. Okay, I said this to you when we were sitting outside yeah. of the studio, and I said. That's just code for you being honest. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because yeah. I was like, wait, what? Because I, I, I always aim to be a little bit controversial. To be honest, I'm very, you know, straight. I'm a straight line. Like there's, there's nothing like edgy about me. That's why we, I haven't done a reality show. I'm not crazy enough. I'm not controversial enough. So I was kind of flattered that they had found me somewhat controversial. And I, I said to my manager, what? What do they find misogynistic? Everything's about like female empowerment and it's real information for women. And he, he read me a couple of quotes that she had quoted back to them. And I found it in this one section that's called how he works. Like literally quotes that I have taken from other places of scientific books on how men work. And that's the part that she found misogynistic. Were you saying before these statements of how men work, were you saying listen, dumb bitches? Yeah, but I didn't think that she would be insulted by that. Right. But what, honestly, I don't understand what she would no. get out of that that would be misogynistic. Because it, because it was saying how men actually work. Listen, who was I talking to about before? But in relationships, if you start to get lazy and you put on sweatpants all the time and you leave the bathroom oh. door open when you go to the bathroom. I'm just right. saying this as an example. Yeah. That as nice as it would be if, oh, he loves you just the same way and he's totally turned on by you still. That's the wishful thinking point of view. It's not... The yeah, way you're that ba- men you're work. It's not the truth. If this is an example of what you actually had in there, you're basically saying you still have to remain somewhat attractive for your man to be attracted to you, right. which someone, be, people are always looking to get angry and offended yeah. by something. And so I can see how she probably has like a butch haircut and is like, no, no, this she is doesn't. Not right. I looked it up because I said something about a pixie haircut in there. Not that I'm not. Did you really? I don't even know what. <laughs> it's it, really it was funny. just a comparison, but it was like, but she, I was like, oh, she must have a pixie haircut. Well, that's why she's so insulted right. by this, but she doesn't. She has long, flowing, beautiful hair. But yeah. it, it's just truth, and I'm not saying to it is women true. or to if men, you become a like, filthy get slob. The, yes, exactly. If for, if either if you're a man or a woman. They're not going to be attracted to you. Exactly. Right. And that is, that is scientific. So, that's evolutionary. That's, it, it's, right. it's not going to happen. I'm not saying get on the know. treadmill every single day and develop an eating disorder so that you can right. attract powerful, wealthy man, men who are always going to love right. you. It's not like you're saying you have to look like the people that are contestants on Millionaire Matchmaker. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, first of all, you have to love yourself too. And you have to feel, feel proud of yourself. And it's, it's wonderful, you know, to get comfortable with your partner, but to let things go and forget about your partner and not appreciate yourself and not appreciate them. That's a, that's a no, no. If what you want is a successful relationship and attraction from your mate. The only way you can start out or the only way you can do that is if you started out looking horrible and being just like 
you know, not, doesn't matter if you're overweight, but if you just start out slob, slovenly yeah. and that's what the relationship started on, then, you know, there's yeah, you can only, go up only going there. up. Exactly. Exactly. But, but so that, you're I found it was really realistic. interesting, but the, it was interesting. It, I don't know what topic that spins into because when we have Adam on. For me, it just spins into people who are so nitpicky and it's like there's bigger things to worry about in life than whether or not someone said you should remain attractive or not. Well, in your you know what? Here's the thing that it spins into for me. It's about not living in reality. There's the, I wish this is the way that the world worked and I wish I could change these things and I'm going right. to do my damnedest to do it. Um, there's a big difference. It's, well, it's, it's funny that you would say that. I just, earlier before we came in, I had an audition and mm-hmm. I did like semi shitty, um, but I did okay. I wasn't, I'm sure the worst person, but I didn't like knock it out of the park. And I was thinking to myself in the car on the way over here, if people just had lower standards, <laughs> I would get work all the time. Cause I'm like, okay. Yeah. But that isn't realistic. Right. That's the way realistic. I want the world to work. It's not the way it works. I'm not going to get the job. Right. Someone who had everything together and practice and rehearse is going to get the job. But anyway. it also drives, draws it. I have had too much coffee today. Jesus. I have a child and I don't sleep, so I need all the coffee. But anyway, I'm all jittery. But it's the same as listening to some of the guys that I work with who say, you know, it's not fair. I wish she knew how wonderful I am. She didn't give me more than five minutes. But the thing is, is that if you're not showing her how wonderful you are in those five minutes and you're not showing your real personality and you're expecting her to like drag your personality out of you, then it's not going to work. You're not going to get what you want. In order to get what you want, you you show somebody that you're open and that you're awesome and that you're interested in them. That's how things work. It's not that that people are going to know who you are just because you're standing there. They don't know you the same way that that you know yourself. And they have so many other people. You know, everyone has so many people around them that you just become lost in the shuffle. And unless you make yourself stand out, you're not going to stand out. Yeah. Well, I I actually want to talk to Adam about this when he comes on the show, (laughs) which is right now. Oh, he's entering the door. Now he's at the mic. Hello, Adam. Uh, Hello. Oh, is his mic on? His mic wasn't on. His shoes, those were really loud shoes you're wearing. I don't even know how to do that segment because he's been here the entire time. It's the magic of Hollywood. Exactly. He's been sitting here listening to us judging. He's probably not. He's toned us out. We're women. He's not listening to us. He but just rode t- a horse But in. tell us about like what, what you think when I tell that story. Like what's your perspective? You hate women. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I wish I was that <laughs> It's funny because you are wearing a backwards hat right now, I know. which, which makes you look like signs. the boys of yeah. I expect women. you to yeah. deck her right now, actually, <laughs> yeah. in an elevator. If there was an elevator here, I oh, I would. Well, I'm glad you think that. I'm a woman. I'm very flattered. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something. I'm. Here's an unspoken truth that I'm about to speak, mm. and people may get upset. Mm. Most men will nod, and I wish it wasn't true, but. When a man goes to a social function and his wife looks or his girlfriend looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. His status rises. Yeah, his penis so grows fast. Yeah. People I mean and yeah. I, and I'll admit I will change my perspective. If somebody shows up and his wife is slovenly, I'll be or his girlfriend is slovenly, I'll be like, oh, I guess he's Well people always think so much higher of a guy I've been dating when they see me with them. Not, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, yes, this is going to be a serious statement. <laughs> like, We're staring at her. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. No, it's really true, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's again, it's I'm not, again, I'm not. You know, you could interpret that kind of statement. She's gonna be a model. Oh, well, you could. Inter- in other words, someone listening to me might say, "Oh, he's sexist. He just values women." I'm not saying I created this. I'm right. just saying this is pretty standard. Right. right. 
The um, thing is, if you, like Arnie was saying, it's reality versus not reality, you can choose to live not in reality and think looks and things like that don't matter. Right. It's just going to make functioning for you much more difficult. Yes, right. And less opportunity for you. And Yeah, it's really true. We are, we're still at that stage of evolution. We'll be talking about evolution mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're um, still evolving. We're to- Eventually, we'll some be total robots, but right now, we're still not exactly. robots. <laughs> exactly. Well, then we'll be evolving robots. Yes. Um, but the other thing is... Um, a guy, any guy who has any level of self-respect knows that if his wife makes an effort for him at home, she's respecting him. Mm-hmm. As soon as the wife turns that off, and I'm saying wife, is that okay? I mean, yeah. girlfriend, wife. Um, when they turn that off and you come home and she's a bit of a mess, and she looks bad and she doesn't smell good and all that kind of stuff, you're like, oh, she doesn't really care about me. She's not making an effort. Likewise, guys, you should make an effort too. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously. 100%. Especially now yeah, that we have both ways. fucking... Dan Draper out there, or uh, with oh, Don, right. Draper Don Draper. Out there. Yeah. Dan Draper. Don Draper. That's Draper's his like, less successful brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <But> he's nicer. <laughs> he is. By the way, Don Draper. We should do. We should do a whole show on Don Draper as oh, the. That's actually a really good idea. As the, the epitome he, yes, of the he's like worst. A symbol. But he's like the worst person. He's oh, the he's so worst bad. partner and the worst father. Right. I, 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 but I never yet, so yell many at the TV. men would want to be him. I, I know, and it's right. horrible. I actually yell at the TV. I'm like, don't really? do that. Like his poor kids. You know, yeah, he's the worst father. Anyway, we're off Maybe on I'm a tangent. I'm not watching the same show as you because I love him. Well, that's that's a bit of a problem, <laughs> you know, because if you watch his interactions with his wife, oh um, yes, and it, with his it's kids, personal relationships, I don't. Right, like he him, looks but I great. Love the way he I know he looks himself. great. Well, I saw him um, at a, like an after party. Oh, he's a fun guy. Show. He's a totally fun dude. Well, the women were hanging around him, of course, but his his girlfriend was there. But he was sitting on the couch. His posture was something from another planet. Really? Like, he just looked so self-assured. Oh, he carries himself He had a cigarette in his hand. <laughs> no, no, really? He really looked just like Don Draper. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I saw, like, this kind of magic around him. Just the way he held himself. He was wearing a tuxedo, of course, because it was, like, after an award show. But, um, of course, women were flocking to him because he's a celebrity. Sure. But the way he carried himself yeah, was really striking. And, and studies and have shown. Yeah. Studies have shown. You know, in my company, we have uh, makeovers. We have style makeovers. And studies have shown that when you dress differently, you actually – your brain chemistry is different. You carry yourself differently. You feel yeah. better about yourself. Yep. So you may – I mean a lot of us look. We get home, especially those of us with four, four-month-old babies. Yeah. You know, you get home at the end of a day or a hard day of work. You kind of want to let loose, right? You want to be a little sloppy. <clears throat> and everyone gets to have that, I think. But – it pays to, you know, keep, to discover. keep it up. To keep it up. Keep it up for your partner. It's so funny because for a very long time, people have always asked me, you know, why, why do you work with men? Why don't you want to work with women? I think this is why I don't want to work with women. Uh, men are – sorry, women out there. But um, the, the thing I love about men the men that touchy. I work with, right. I'll say something and they don't go, that's not true. That's misogynist. Yeah, it's they, true. They say, and, oh, it's true. Okay, I'll do yeah. it. I will do it. Oh, my God. And uh, – couple things on this. So, you know, I have a men's business and a women's yeah. dating business. We get more nasty letters from women yeah. than you would believe, than I'm like sure. 10 times as many as for women. And I'm so much nicer to my women. I mean, my yeah. letters are much more sweet and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But there's a, it's my, my, and my, my customer service person is a woman and she's like, I can't believe these bitches. No wonder they're yeah. single. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. actually said that. Yeah. You know, there's, and it's a general culture of entitlement. There's two things happening. There's a culture of outrage and a culture of entitlement. And both things are happening right now. The internet has created this, you know, culture of outrage because you get attention, yeah, you get right? Space. And it's Do a it. way to externalize your own internal self hatred, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then there's the the culture of um, entitlement, which I, is just something that's happened. It's not because we're bad people. It's just that every we see. You know, we see the wealth and we yeah. are around us, and we see people succeeding. And we should have it, and we should have it because With, we have by doing every, nothing. Because we can go on our and internet there, and just and it's right then, in front of us. And there comes Yelp. 
Yeah. You know, like it was literally Yelp is just a combination of all the bad things going on. Like this wasn't right. This isn't fair. This was too much. Like it makes you feel superior. It makes you you feel better about yourself when you can criticize others. It's like, not that I haven't written Yelp reviews. However, here's a, no, I've been through the parenting thing. So one thing I used to always say to my kids was, you know, when you're putting down other people, what you're doing is saying, I don't feel good about myself. This is like a five year old lesson. Yes. That adults haven't learned. I will say that I went to a restaurant recently on the East coast. It was so bad. And it was supposed to be this really high-end restaurant. It was really expensive. I paid for it. And I wrote a rev- bad review. And I wrote the bad review because I felt bad that, like, I, I don't have that much money. And so it was, like, a reflection of, like, me saying, I wasted my hard-earned money. Well, that's real, though. Yeah. No, it is. But it was more like, I, I mean, this is irre- irreverent <laughs> or irrelevant, I should say. It's an elephant. It is an elephant. But anyway, no, I wrote it. And it was a reflection on feeling bad about my own bank account. I was like, I, you know, anyway. No, well, okay, maybe that is true, <laughs> but also because you'd had a negative experience that you were hoping it would be the opposite, that you haven't, it's not like you go out for fancy meals every single day. Oh, yes, I'll do. <laughs> I got well, me a rich Anyway, man. we're getting off topic. <laughs> Sorry. See, to, pull it, to pull it back on, I, I, I just thought it, it was really interesting, and as, how can this be seen as a lesson to men for the women that they're having to interact with? Because I think as, this is yeah. all an episode of putting effort into keeping your partner interested and stimulated. And look, yeah. there's lots of competition. It, it, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about you know, competitive evolutionary biology, but yeah. there's so much competition there's today. There's so much competition. Right. And uh, you know, uh, what was I going to say? When I first started dating, so when I first, started, when I first got single, I had been an academic. I was teaching university. And then I had been a screenwriter. So I was right. working at home with my kids in the backyard. You know, I had an office in my backyard that I built. And I worked in sweats and shorts. And then I got thrown out into the dating world. And I think the uh, fourth or fifth sort of woman I was dating was very, very wealthy. I don't know if I told the story last time. You should always have more girlfriends than you do sweatpants. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> That's the this is a woman, by the way, with a 110-foot yacht. Jesus. I mean, like, yeah, we, her clothes buyer spotted me on, on, a, on a – she liked my profile and she says, my friend wants to meet you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't know your friend. And she goes, trust me, you've won the lottery. I'm like, yeah, everyone thinks they're the lottery. <laughs> and she really? goes, trust me. And I show up. She was amazing. I felt so pretty. Oh, my God. We, we, she was beautiful. And we did it for a year and a half. And um, I meant you probably felt so pretty. I felt – well, it gets worse. So we met and we just hit it. Like literally somebody came over with two glasses of water at, where we met at the restaurant. And we said, what's up? Said, you need this, right? Like, what are you talking about? She goes, you guys are in ecstasy, right? Like, no. no. We're just really enjoying meeting each other. Anyway, she said to me a few days in, she goes, you know, you're really a great guy and you have no idea how to dress. And I said, you are correct. I have no idea how to dress. Really? Cut to Barney's, doors being thrown open. <laughs> Boys, dress him. You were really? like, so her little gay toy. I was her little, what is it, Pretty Women. There was a scene just like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Julia Roberts. But I was broke. I had just gotten divorced. She was super wealthy. Wearing a dress right. with the hook really in the middle, showing the sides of your how stomach. How do you know? And low cut, my, my ball cleavage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. let me show that. So anyway, no, but it was really different. And then I actually felt better. I started, yeah. I actually started learning about dressing with it. And then, then as things got better, every time I sold a movie, for example, I'd go and buy myself like a fabu pair of shoes, you know, <laughs> with my, yeah, right. with, but with women does, friends. But you feel great. And then women would always, the first thing they would comment on a date so was like, wow, I really like your shoes. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a lesson there to make sure that you keep yourself looking good, yeah. not meaning that you have to be in tip top shape and you have to be a supermodel, but that you should put some effort into yeah, it for yourself like and for to Walmart. For, every day for other exactly but i think there's, there's <laughs> something else there that i really want adam to speak to because uh, i think that you'll yeah. have a really good answer for this so for men who are out in the dating world yes right and they are coming up against these women mm-hmm. who have this point of view that they don't have to work their hardest or that i don't want this to sound misogynistic <laughs> but, know, that they're, but that they're but that they're deserving of 
an amazing oh man. God. Okay. Although they have a horrible personality, completely Ugh. negative, and don't take care of themselves. It's such a great question, by the so, way. Okay. It's such a deep question because it's not just about clothes. So one of the things in my women's dating business, therightmanonline.com, um, that I teach women is that women know. Here's the thing. Here's, this is my sort of core thing with the women I teach. Women know that they're capable of loving. Right. In fact, in their internal life, that's what they feel all the time. I'm going to be somebody. Uh, someone would be so lucky to have me because who's telling them that, by the way? Everybody. No. Their daddy. Their their daddy. Their women friends. Oh, female. Oh, oh you're right, so great. Right. You're so beautiful. Right. Oh, you've got to meet my beautiful friend. How many times did I fall for that one? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I first started dating. Yeah, girls you've got think their girlfriends friend. are much better looking than they actually yeah, are. Yeah. Hey, Moby Dick. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. You so, just gave me a mopey dick. <laughs> so <laughs> on, on, on their interior, and it's, and it's a beautiful thing, by the way, that people should know that they're a, a source of love. And I think most women really do know that about themselves. And then so what happens is they go online and they write a profile that says, um, I love my family. I love my friend. Here's a picture of my cat. Right? right. And men are like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? What she's saying is love is at the center of who I am, but she doesn't know how to express it in the way that men actually feel. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to know that you that you have the capacity to love and make somebody happy, but it's another thing to actually communicate it. Right. So they have to learn how to communicate it online. They have to learn to communicate it in their speech, and they have to learn how to communicate it in their dress, yeah. which says I'm going to make an effort. Right, to I'm going to make how an, to be a part of society as a, as as a, also as a show of respect for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they'll oh if if they're smart they'll see what a treasure I am. Exactly, you got to learn how to communicate. We all do. Everyone has to communicate. Exactly. Well, what are, what is something that men can do? Because what if there is this like diamond in the rough who may think I don't have to put that out there because men have the same thing it's like you know she, she should be able to see everything wonderful about me although I'm not expressing it to her so how how do we help both sexes it's a great pull it's, that out of it's each a great other? Qu- it's such an important question because what's behind it is fear right because you're saying well if I really dressed up and got rejected then it would then I really right. suck right yeah. so if I dress down and keep my you know shirt out and you know drink really bad beer and you know don't make an effort and I hide yeah. behind this you're ha, protecting ha, yourself you're protecting yourself right mm-hmm. but then of course you never, you never get the the person you actually want. Exactly. You're yeah, it's really it true. Safe at all times. That's- and here's and here's a tip for guys, by the way. I'm um, so big news, big news. I've hung up my golden condoms. I just got engaged. Yeah, I just got engaged. You hung them up to air dry? <laughs> exactly. It's going to take about a century. Um, but um, one of the great things about this, I shouldn't say this. Say it. Like, your words this now. is really funny. It's really funny. So she's gorgeous, obviously, and even more gorgeous inside. She's just a, a wonderful, amazing, liver loving person. Yes, her kidneys. Oh man, hot. Um, and she loses five more pounds. I can see them. <laughs> um, so um, what I wanted to say was, you know, you should if you're going to commit to somebody, commit to someone who's just vain enough that they're always going to look great. Like, it's important for her to look good, you know? She's very much an internal, incredibly loving person. But I know that she's going to always look good. Right. Because she's just vain enough. It's just like I am, right? Right. So I just – it's a really funny question. So I I sat down with my sons um, recently. They're in young 20s. And I said, so, you know, I just got engaged. And uh, I want to ask you, do you have any concerns or questions? I mean, they know her. They've known her for a few years. And my son, and she's significantly younger than me. And, uh, and my son says, um, yeah, I got, I got a question. And I go, what? And he was really serious. And he goes, what are you going to do when she starts looking old? I'm like, dude. Uh, throw her away, Avi. <laughs> I go, first of all, I'm going to start looking old a lot longer. Yeah. But I love that that was his perception. Yeah. Right? Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I even thought about that so with. Funny. 
<laughs> this is so shallow. But I actually thought about that with Brad and Angelina just getting married. She's 39. He's 50. Um, is that right? Yeah. I thought, well, they're, they're, both, I thought they're both aged beautiful. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes, no, exactly. but I'm saying. He's 50? He's 50. No, he's really so sexy. He's the sexy fifty, but I've said again, he's the golden retriever of of men. Like he's just too <laughs> regular looking, you know, too yeah. typical classic looking. Um, but even those two, I think, can face problems moving forward because she's going to be fifty five. She's going to be sixty. He could be dead by that point. Right. But I'm just saying that'll solve it. Even even they. What I'm trying to say to the listeners is, even they probably will have a little problem. So we're all human, and yeah. don't be too hard on yourselves with the looks thing. You right. know, just again, put effort in. But I did want to say because you you Marnie asked. What's one thing that people can do to pull it out of each other, mm-hmm. both men and women? And I think one thing they can do is maybe at the beginning, but of course all through the relationship, is make themselves feel good about each other. Mm-hmm. You know, encourage, encur- you know, if so and so really likes to cook. Tell him his food's really great. You're ugly, but great saute. Yeah, yeah that's the only reason I don't I'm want to with, you. with you. Yeah, but, but that was a great those pancakes are fantastic. You make a mean pizza pie. Um, no, but honestly, make them feel good about themselves so that they feel positive, and the more positive they feel, the more they'll want to be good to you. Right. And, yeah. You know, do and things. Sure. You know. Well, actually, we were saying something before we even started recording today. Because mm-hmm. um, that's I, when I, we say all of our valuable right. information. Yeah, no, right. I, Shh, I don't was tell anybody. About <laughs> how you know, since we've had our baby, my husband and I have made an effort to go out socially, either by ourselves or with others. You're my hero. At least once or twice You're a really week. really my hero. For sure. And yeah, and Adam said that to me and I was like, oh, thank you. And then um, you were giving another piece of advice that you had heard from Marnie Batista, who's been on the show. Uh, the other Marnie. The other She's Marnie She's the, the other Marnie. <laughs> um, but you had said that what they do is before they go to bed, they say three things to each other they appreciate. It all sounds oh, yeah, and cheesy. I feel like it's hard to do, them. but... It's not. It ends up being really nice. Like once you get past like the cheesiness of it, is, I'm sorry, it is. In my mind, I'm like, Ugh, it gives me goosebumps to, to think about it. But then I do it. And I'm like, oh, that felt nice. It's three nice things you appreciate about each other, and three nice things that they're happy. Just or grateful, grateful for, for for the day. Exactly. Put your mind. And it's nice because then you end on a really nice note with your significant other, even though uh, tons of shit may have happened that day. Right. It gets you to go. Oh, okay. They are good people. They're not trying to test me, or they're not trying to push my buttons. They're not trying to X, Y, and Z, whatever you want to fill that in with. They're they're good people too. And you know what? I so, remember it. You know what sucks is that that doesn't come naturally. What comes naturally is the complaints. Yeah, like that's just like doesn't make you feel weird. That's just conversation. Yeah, complaining it's, it's, exactly. about this and that. But when you have to say something good, that's not regular conversation. Well, how annoying is your female friend when you're when you're like you know talking about issues with your husband or boyfriend, and then one girl's like, "Oh, my husband's perfect." Yeah, it's oh, like, shut up exactly no but it's Ugh. annoying that way but it right, shouldn't exactly. be it should be what all of us are right. sharing and then the one rare person says oh, we have oh, it's worse yet. when they put it on facebook and i'll be i'll be serious oh, about this like i will get out you know i have a great relationship i love her dearly she's amazing to me blah 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 yeah. right all great and then i'll go online and my friend will write some just encomium oh to pull out an sat word to their i haven't used that word since like i was 16 I like it. an encomium if that's the right word of course to their, i have no idea what it, uh, it likes clue. it likes it's uh, what is it it's like a roman you know you Say poetry to them, uh, an oh. honorarium. Oh, you know, I like, they'll talk about how amazing they are, and that you're my muse and my lover and my beacon and my best friend and my. And, and they'll I, go on and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's a now I feel bad pra- about my relationship. Exactly, <laughs> it? it's a speech that uh, praises a piece of writing or someone highly. The, 
there you go. Oh, yeah. hey, good S-A-T's. use of the word. Woo woo. With an A. Oh, and he. I'll be getting to that soon. I've started to read the dictionary to my son a page a day. Nice. This is for me and for him. I'm just. I'm out of things to read and Big Bear. Big Bear is. I'm over it. So now I'm funny. reading the dictionary because I want to educate myself. I have limited so time, funny. so I have to combine things. That's so cute. Um, do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, and there's a whole thing, by the way, on Facebook, um, like depression, like seeing other people's great lives. Oh, yeah. Like it happens to a lot of people. No, that's yeah. a disorder well, face, Facebook. It's disorder? Is, Facebook is, disorder? Is it called well, the Facebook disorder or social media disorder? It should be, but Facebook the other day shut down or like – yeah. broke down for a little while and the first thing I tweeted was like no one has to take antidepressants anymore like this is amazing psychiatrists are out of business that's wild yeah, yeah. but it's true yeah. it is totally I've true I've read that I've read that I, I don't know I don't remember exactly so I can't quote it but I think it was like 60% of divorce cases in England mentioned Facebook somewhere in the really yeah I don't know. It sounds hard to believe, but I, I remember actually reading that, and so That's it must be true. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up this conversation before we get to the second half of our show, where I hope that Kevin is here, because I don't see him in our waiting room, so maybe he's blown us off, that damn bastard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to wrap this up, we, we're really just talking about you know being more realistic and not fighting against listen not fighting against what people are saying and and being honest with yourself being honest with yourself and also we'll take it a deeper level look we all get old and crinkly so exactly. love really does take over at some point like it love to, really it, it does take to. over but you still want to be Usually proud of your partner goes hand in hand with blindness love is blind yeah no it's no. not age, not age does that not i think funny? that's no i, I think didn't that's, get it <laughs> well there's a there's kind of a sad but true element Once you're which blind is, that you can love a person for oh how they, well oh, as right, you get older you can't yeah as you get older you can't it's like god's yes. sympathy for humans right you yeah, can't like, see no, very I can't well see you, but you're god great. you look great yeah, you can't you see you the look... green postulating warts but, yeah, yeah exactly well anyway <laughs> outline is great we will hopefully be back with kevin from the kevin and bean show but he's not here right now but maybe he will be in the next couple of minutes but we will uh do a segment of analyze this right after this so christmas is here and you didn't get that special gift did you because it's the holidays and you'd like to be getting more if you know what i mean let me solve your problem for you go to adamandeve.com they want to give you more that's 10 free gifts more first you'll get a sexy surprise for her second a specially selected toy for him and third a little something that they know you will both enjoy Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. That equals nine. So number 10, what is that? Free shipping on the entire order. I know, I know. You're saying, what do I have to do to get my 10 free gifts? Well, it's not hard. Let's use the word easy here so we don't get lost. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, anything you see that you want. When you buy it, enter the offer code FREE93 at checkout. You get the 10 free gifts that way. Go to adamandeve.com today. Buy one thing, one item, and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping, when you enter the offer code FREE93. That's F-R-E-E-9-3 at adamandeve.com. Hey, fans. Adam Carolla here. You know my podcast. It's the most downloaded podcast in the world, according to Guinness Book of World Records. Always available 24-7 at podcastone.com. Great guests, great topics, and new listeners always welcome. So thank you and mahalo. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. Um, We unfortunately don't have Kevin here from Kevin and Bean. He's just too busy eating beans. I guess and I guess and rice talking about Ray Rice exactly. eating beans and rice. I've been dying to say that. I know, God, um, but that's okay. That's fine. We're gonna do. No, a, now we have more analyze this. Yeah, 
So it's perfect. Yeah. And so um, do you want to start right now? Or? Well, actually, one thing I do want to say before we get into analyze this is that I would like... Overanalyze this. Overanalyze this. And people made a yeah, comment yeah. about well, because me you do not every time, to it. Every time, no, every time you say to the guest, uh, uh, oh, now we're going to get into this segment we have called... Um, well, maybe over, I'm not uh, over, sold on the title. No, I love overanalyze this. Well, maybe you don't need to explain I have an it. issue with it. No, and then that's what I thought. Marnie's insecure about the title. It's oh, a good title. There you go. Because I'm insecure about how I cannot be brief. We go on Loveline, they give these succinct answers, and I want to give a whole novel. No, that's fine. Embrace it. It's a, I know. It's what I do. I give details. Ask Women. I give details. Um, the other night, I don't know if you guys, I know you want to say something, but if you guys ever get the opportunity to watch Brain Games on yeah. Nat Geo, you should. It's really interesting. They had... Um, um, an episode about men and women hmm. um, and they kind of did like battle of the sexes and what was really interesting and you know kind of obvious but women give more detail when trying to describe something men give much less detail so they were given a game men played together and women played together and the men um, had to uh, get their partner to guess a book off of a maximum of five words the average words men used in this game was one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. One word and their partner guessed the book. The average uh, words women used were three words, which makes sense. However, um, they did say that the women reason the women, the reason women give more detail is because they take in more detail than men do. So if men took in that detail, they might put it out there as well and not just use the one word. But anyway, that was really interesting. So if you guys ever get an opportunity, you should watch Brain watch Games. That. It's I'm really gonna, neat. I, now I'm going to tell you to do something else. Well, I want people to go get a copy of my book that I wrote for women. It's called That's Not How Men Work and you can get it at winggirlmethod.com slash women. Let's do it there. Or not, uh, not how. <laughs> let's let's analyze. Let's analyze women. this. Women. <laughs> yeah. How many words do I need? Sla- I'm trying to think if I've used that link before. Slash women work. Don't say no, slash women work. this week with okay. Ray Rice. Scratch that. Men work. It's called <laughs> winggirlmethod.com slash men work. Go read it and tell me if I am a misogynist. And I actually want to hear from men and from women. So go get it now. Anyway, we are on to overanalyze this. That's all I'm saying about it. Yeah, good. That's all I'm saying about it. it. Okay, here is the first question. Love the podcast. I listen every week. My question concern is, I have plenty of success talking to and meeting girls on Tinder. I use OSA, which is my method for having attractive conversation, observe, share, and ask. I get their phone number within the first handful of messages, and I initiate uh, that I want to take them out to meet in person within a day or two. Where I run into problems is when I continue to text the girls. I try not to be overly interested in all that. But then on the day of our date, they either get called into work or just straight up never text me again. I stop talking to them after they blow me off and move on to the next girl. But then she blows me off too. I'm not changing how I talk or joke around with them before initiating a date to after that. But for some reason, these girls lose interest in me after a couple of days. I try to get a date um, ASAP, but they're always too busy, and then things fizzle by like the time I get to initiate again. Mm-hmm. Any advice is appreciated. Thanks, Dan from San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, what are you hearing? A lot. Okay. Um, Tinder is entertainment. So this is why you don't give. This yeah. is why you don't, don't give stuff away for free. Yeah, you don't give stuff away for free. They say in marketing and business because people don't have an investment in what they got. It's mm-hmm. just they don't. 
take it seriously. Right. So there was a great talk at the iDate conference last year in January where someone did an analysis of you know, how people got together. In the old days, and I've done this in India, like two families will get together and the whole families will be there and then the couple will kind of stare at each other. And then so there's a huge kind of family investment in the couple's future. Then you kind of had dating and then you went on many, many dates. You know, right. Then came sort of online dating. So your personal investment is sitting down and writing a profile and maybe sending an email. Now you've got Tinder. There is zero personal investment. Right. You've made no time investment. You've made no money investment. It's nothing. So you sit there. I want to invent a thing called the Tinger, which is a, an artificial finger that just swipes, swipes, swipes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. When you're at work and stuff, when you're sleeping, because nobody really cares. Right. So for the guy who wrote this, I would say don't don't take it personally, like you said. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personally because it's not personal. I think people t- treat it like entertainment. A lot of people get laid from it. I know someone who met his wife. By the way, a former Miss Wyoming on Tinder. So, you know, people yeah. are there. But obviously there's no investment in the effort. So, And they right. have, you know, the situation happening with probably 10 other guys at the exact same time. And so it could just be like yeah, exactly. you become kind of like junk box information. Totally. You know, like stuff that's just like, you know, it just seems like spam it almost is. after a while. But I would say um, for him, like you said, there's no investment. But I think maybe he's giving too much up top. Yeah, not, I think he's actually that, investing too. Yeah, he's, well, he's investing. Hurt. He's like, why is this happening to me? Why am I being no, rejected? No, no, not even that. I think he like okay. So this one sentence stuck out to me. Where I run into problems is when I continue to text the girl. So he's got the date set up, and then he continues. Yeah, already lost. The yeah. thing yeah. is, it's yeah, you're giving too much info. It's, it's like you've here's already a lost cheeseburger, and then here is like you've already every lost every other the item mystique. on the menu. Mm-hmm. I've always said this. I, in my, I get it from my father. I like to hang out with people once. Because I'm my greatest once. If I go back, it's like, okay, they already know what I'm all about. Yeah. It's like, it's old. So you have to keep... It's like, oh, she's always like that. Yeah. So people meet me and hang out with me for 30 minutes once. They're like, oh, I love her. But then they do it again. It's like, oh, I get it already. I've seen the whole shtick, the whole show. So he's showing too much. But there's even nothing... Mm -hmm. There's not even anything there. We'll go back to Don Draper for a second. Interesting. So uh, one thing I noticed about Don Draper, and I don't really like this as a communication tool, but he'll very rarely answer a question directly. If you watch closely, when someone asks him a question, he'll never answer it directly. He'll change topic. He'll just go left or right. So you never get a, a... straight answer from him and it keeps that mystique like you were saying right the only time is when he went after his next door neighbor and he started like stalking her and it's like hanging outside of her door and suddenly you're like ew right exactly he's so unattractive <laughs> he's so unattractive all of a sudden exactly well I have this story from this weekend my, my sister was in town visiting and I actually sent this out as a newsletter to my list and she was flirting with these two guys they were making fun of her Canadian accent because they heard her say sorry and started mm-hmm. off the conversation by saying that's an interesting accent which I thought was a really great way to break into conversation uh, and then I let her be because I knew that she was flirting she's younger and single and I came back and they had exchanged phone numbers she liked this one guy and we walked away and he texted her and she's like had this big smile on her face no oh, he texted me it's really cute it was something cute and she wrote back something cute as well put her phone back in and then like literally a few minutes later her phone went again and then it's like, and he uh, texts and yeah. she the her face was like interesting it, I, I can't even describe it to you it was just like such a disappointment it, oh, she was yeah. just like ugh Oh He's too available. Why, again, too available. Like, right. like, what else do you have to say? Like, okay, I get it. We just walked away from each other. There's nothing more to say. And then she wrote back, like, huh, or K, or like, some, like, like something it. so small. And, and just, she was still like, okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. That's fine. And then he texted again. That's yeah, not good. And yeah. she was like, he was li- too excited. Right. I said literally, her vi- I could hear her vagina, like, zip shut after I that. I love that sound. It got really she, dry. She, you know, like, yeah. It's over. Like, and she said, that to would me, be an amazing option if women had zippers <laughs> on their vagina. Just like, nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. Not happening. <laughs> 
That's like no. Adam's world. Yes, no, yes, I want a zipper on my hair. Imagine unzipping the vagina. Mine would get stuck on the hair all the time. hair. Who has hair in the vagina? Not me. No. I thought it was funny and then when we were out for dinner the other night she was saying she's like I wish I didn't work like that because these are the guys that I should probably be with these are the really nice guys you gotta give them a chance so become nice once you have them so it, one of the but little that's, tricks that's I like. just trying not to have awkward silences and not and like making sure that she didn't walk into another store and find another guy that she likes better. But yeah. it's, it's you said it's too available. You said it's too available. Yeah, right. So insecurity. one of the, here's a little trick from you could send people to my online dating uh, program, like, WingGirlMethod.com/slash/AdamG. Yeah, it's awesome, guys. It's it here's the women who are more serious will actually put an investment and write a good profile. Right, the women who really care. Um, there's more investment than Tinder. Tinder's fun. Tinder's awesome. It's it's very tempting. But if you want to find someone who actually wants a relationship who will follow through they're much more likely to be online and here's something you can do for fun so that you over how would I say this you overset expectations for texting um, you say oh it's really good meeting you I'll be texting you every two minutes <laughs> right as a joke and then that's you don't funny. Do, yeah so yeah. now you've set the reverse expectation right, 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 which right, right. is much nicer yeah. oh I like that and then when you yeah you don't text every two minutes it's like, like that's cute yeah, that's where mysterious. is he where is he yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you've, right. kind of, you've kind of done a little reverse psychology there I well, like that. So, so what what is the advice to, to give to Dan from uh, San Diego about like when to stop the texting and so once you've set up the Look, date you don't have to text great. until that day right back and forth. forth is great a little back and forth you know it's, it's always funny like it's a question like who stops the chain yeah. you say this is great you know I'll talk to you later look forward to it yeah. like right. keep it positive but like break it right. and the guy should break it um, because otherwise she's breaking it off with you and it's a, there's a power thing goes on right Right. so you don't want to seem powerless you want to seem like you're in control the of upper the, hand a little bit so once you got what As you want man. there's no need to text and keep momentum going momentum is there you have a date set up for next week you'll rebuild it when you meet again in person you can text the day before or even absolutely a few hours and by the way and you can in. just send a little I like you know you keep it simmering keep the heat simmering yeah like the example I love to give especially the day before a date or earlier you know earlier in the day you know Thinking of you, so I was dating a girl. She was, uh, she Uruguayan, sort of South American. So there was a there was a window that said hot tamales. So I took a picture of that. <laughs> I know now I'm a racist. No, it was great. She loved it. I said yeah. this maybe thinking of you, and I sent a picture of hot Excited tamales. Excited for tonight. Yeah, yeah, just thinking of you, hot tamales. You know, <laughs> I like it. Reminds it. me of you, that kind of thing. It reminds me of the shit. But there's a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I get diarrhea thinking of you. <laughs> All right, next question. Do you think this statement is true? It's the guy's fault when a girl isn't into you. Mark, no, not at all. When have where have you heard that statement? I don't know. It's in quotes. He didn't well, say right. who it was I've from. I've never heard that. But so no, you don't think it's true? No, it's well, of course not. It's everything's like. It, it, well, it's similar to the quote not, that I have on my it's homepage. It's not your fault if someone isn't attracted to perhaps what you were given at birth in your DNA. That's and not your pheromones your fault. and all that stuff. Right. I mean, there's so fault. many subconscious reasons. You might remind somebody of her ex boyfriend or her father, or you might have those right. pheromones that are too close. You might actually right. be closely related. You don't even know it. Right. There's so many reasons. Don't take it personally. I mean, it's your fault if you like are gross and yeah. like douchey and all that stuff. But in general, if a girl's not into you, like today, actually, um, after this audition that I had, this guy um, totally. Totally wasn't into him. His sunglasses were like Speed Racer from 1980 or <laughs> right. something. Um, and his tie was very 90s. That, not that that matters. But anyway, he um, said, I'd love to stay in touch with you. And um, I said, okay, because I don't want to like reject him. I don't know what his what he's really going for. So he said, can I have your – or he goes, just give me your number. I'm sorry. He goes, I'd like to stay in touch with you. I go, okay, yeah, I'll give you my Facebook. And he was like, well, I'll just grab your number and then hit you up on Facebook after. And I was like – First time in my life. I go, no, actually, I'll just give you my Facebook. I felt so proud of myself oh, that I did wow. that. But 
you know, it wasn't like he did anything wrong. He was being directive. I kind of liked was, it. Yeah, like, I, I liked it. Very actually. nice. Yeah, I was ready to give him yep. everything. He took control. Well, whenever that happens, I want to say, do you listen to the Ask Woman podcast? You're very good at what you do. Um, <laughs> you should come on our show. <laughs> but uh, I think he, you said the Estrogen podcast. Oh, that's no. pretty much what it is. <laughs> Not me. Oh, yeah. She counts for the Estrogen. I do add a little testosterone. <laughs> I have hairy arms. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I was. Theme today. This had nothing to do with the way he was. I just personally wasn't into him. So there's nothing he could have done. So it's not his it's fault. Nobody's fault. Right. Look, ugh. yeah, I remember there was a woman, we both know her. I remember her saying to me once, going, she's like, why aren't you into me? Like, we're friends. Right. Why don't you like me? Right. And I didn't, I didn't want to tell her, you know, number one, you're a little needy, but yeah. like your physiognomy doesn't appeal to me particularly. Right. You know, you're a totally attractive person. Right. And you could be great for someone else. It's not for me. You know, it's just like, it's not my taste. Yeah. It's like some people don't like the taste of wine. Some people really do. Right. And I think there's a <laughs> lot. Of, <laughs> I'm going to shut up. I don't know. <laughs> there's no, also, it's good. There's a lot of subconscious, you know, this idea of the perfect partner and all this. There's a lot of subconscious needs that we have mm-hmm. that somebody just meets. You know, and you can, you, we're pretty good. We're, like our conscious minds are pretty good at, at knowing what our unconscious is feeling, right? So you can just feel like this person is not going to meet my unspoken needs, right? So if somebody has a lot of need for touch and love and cuddling, right? They might meet a super hot girl. This happens to me a lot. Super hot girl, you know, super successful, da da da, but I'm not going to get what I need. I happen to like a lot of that touch and cuddling and, you know, I'm very physical kind of thing. I don't mean like very physical. I like to have sex, as right. people say, but just physical. I like to cuddle, yeah. I like to touch, I like to yeah. roll around and stuff like that. And I'm totally not physical. Yeah. And so I'm, there's some people that are just Yeah. Different. And so, so there, there's a lot of reasons why it just may not be okay. Um, and it's nobody's – it's funny, this language. I mean, it's sad a little bit, this language of fault. It's nobody's fault. Right. right. Don't, don't take it so hard on yourself, everybody, men and women listening. People match together for all kinds of reasons. Some are conscious. Some are unconscious. Again, though, it is your fault if you're super douchey. No, if you're a douchey, obviously. But I have this quote that's on my website. It says – it's on the homepage, wingirlmethod.com. The funny thing is she already wants you. You just don't know how to get her until now. Is that is that along the same lines? Who already wants you? Not everybody already wants you. Not everybody wants you. Right. I mean, men and women are men and women are, are obviously generally wired to be attracted to each other. But there there are signifiers that wake us up to what we need. I mean, one of the things we're going to talk to David Buss, I think. Uh, no, show. he's going to be on another episode. On another episode. Yes. And one of the things he well, talks about, he has this wonderful concept which we all kind of intuitively know about our like attraction level or mating level. Like we all have like these subconscious levels. Like this is someone at my level. Like they have that certain mix of, yeah. you know, whether it's, you know, resources plus looks plus emotional maturity that they're really appropriate for me. And right. so if you see a couple that's completely mismatched, everyone does like a second look. Like, what? like I would never want to be with like a guy that's like extra, extra, extra super hot because then I would feel self-conscious. Like people are thinking, oh, how did she get him? It's another reason we'll never be together. <laughs> so, no, so it's out true. Of my reach. But also, also like somebody with some somebody. I don't know, when you see somebody with someone super hot, but she's or he or she is really emotionally immature and complaining all the time and just not self-reflective, you know, it's not going to work. Right. You know, so all those things add up to that sort of equilibrium level. For sure. Yeah. See, I see it in a different way. So the so the quote that's on my website, the truth is, is that a marketing group wrote that. <laughs> I believe wrote it. it that, sounds like But it. now I'm going to spin it so that it works for me. But basically it's saying, like, instead of looking at a person and say, I'm not this or I'm not that or I right. have no chance with her, it's looking at her and saying, like, she wants me. She's going to want me. I'm the one who gets to choose if I don't want her. And if I learn a few things and, and tweak a few things about myself and I can – 
express myself yeah. because before I was holding back and not approaching. <laughs> I hate to. I can. I hate to like. I like the high you. voice there because I know you're just going to yeah, disagree. Yeah, because it's it's a big one. This is a big thing. Maybe we were talking before about that um, entitlement thing. Yeah. So look, we're both in marketing. We both produce a wonderful material that yes. really help people. Like I love your OSA thing. I never heard that before. Um, but on the other hand, we also have to market our material. Yeah. And I'm beginning to really get itchy about a lot of this stuff. There's one word I will never use, for example, in my marketing that a lot of guys Slamming. use. Slamming? Or wait, no, no, no. Make her addicted to you. Who the fuck wants anyone addicted to you? No, no not for a partnership. Anyway. People do. They do. <laughs> but no, they think they do. They think they do. And they think. And they, that's when, not healthy. Yeah, we, and this thing about like she already wants you, you know, that's not necessarily true. And I think it's creating unrealistic expectations and that sense of entitlement in people. Right. Look. And every girl in the room. But is it a bad thing to walk into the, to a room thinking – the world is an opportunity. Well, it certainly will help the way you carry yourself, and then therefore give you more opportunity. Yes, I agree with you. There's, there's a, it's, and it's a fine line. But there's when you walk into a room, you can have something called assumptive attraction. Now, the, the assumptive, um, it's called the assumptive close. We talk in, uh, and again, close isn't a word I actually like to use because right. I like to open women, like open their hearts, open who they are, open not their close zipper. them down, <laughs> open their vagina zippers. It's like that hair. <laughs> but um, the assumptive close is that you assume you're already going out, like that guy who said to you, and I, we both reacted the same way. Of course, he said to you, "Yeah, just give me your number. I'll hit you up on Facebook <laughs> later." There's an assumption that you're going to go out, and in a sense, that's very attractive, right? As a communication tool. But if you're internalizing that everyone should say yes to me, then you're going to start going, well, it's my fault. There's something wrong yes. with well, me I that will, not yes, everyone's yes, yes, doing. Yeah. And I will so say as a communication that. tool, okay. But yeah. like internally, just know that everyone's got their own but shit going I will right. say, exactly. though, a lesson to take that from that experience was that he was assumptive, 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 assumptive assuming. assuming about what – would happen, but he took it really well when it didn't go the way he wanted it to. He it's was, a communication okay, cool. technique. He goes, I'll hit you up. And then he just sent me a message on Facebook and he was like, hey, this is, you know, so-and-so. You know, so it was like, oh, he didn't put his tail between his legs and feel angry at me. Right. You know? It's great. And that was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Good. As you a know, shaman, I like him for that. As a shaman once said to me, it's such a California thing to say. Oh, God. But as a shaman once said to me in the middle of a Yoga hallucinogenic, session. no, uh. hallucinogenic experience. Oh, God. That was great. She said to me, and it was There's amazing because I'd never met her before. And she said, don't confuse your identity with yourself. It was a great, a great con comment um don't like that. don't like don't confuse your communication of i assume you know walking in with an assumptive confidence with your actual self like then you don't take it personally when it doesn't work out yeah. it's just a communication tool it's sexy it's flirting yeah flirting isn't who we really are it's a communication technique so uh, you know i i've yeah, gotten, you have a better way of explaining this but that, what you're uh, saying it sounds right i've gotten very like i've gotten very like uh, what's the word empathetic sympathetic like soft toward toward people because I see how much pain they're carrying yeah. around feeling rejected or yeah. feeling I'm not good enough. But that question really hurts. Is it a guy's fault? It's right. nobody's fault. No, it's not your fault. Right. So her, um, her emotions are her emotions. It's her responsibility. And her reality is her exactly. reality. I went on a date. I remember years ago with this girl and I thought she was kind of hot even though I didn't like her skin. It's funny. Like during the date I was like looking at her skin and she was You're funny racist. and smart. You know. Yeah, I was, was like, is it? She was, white, she was weird. 32 but her skin was really dry. <laughs> I, I happened to, no, yeah, a little wrinkly. Yeah. I happened to, skin is like like, I love good skin. Yeah. Um, and she said to me at the end of the date, she goes, she goes, I have to say, I really enjoyed this date. We clearly have a lot in common, but I like men who are classically handsome. And I'm like, 
okay then. <laughs> like, what am I? Yeah, like, and you're like, well, I don't like your skin. Right. Like, what am I? So, but like, it, well, you have bad skin, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're I was, like, I can't even see your eyes. Your skin's falling over them already. <laughs> That's where I would take I can it. hear your skin crinkling every time right, you reach for right. And by the Sounds way, like let's split paper. the meal. Yeah. But I, knowing you, you're like, thank you for saying that. That was so... I no, I was just like, I was like, okay so then. Okay. No, I was just like, I, I was new at this and I was just, okay. And, and I was a little hurt, obviously. Yeah. But then I just put it through like, okay, that's her taste. That's fine. Yeah. You know, it's not me. I'm not it's a no bad person. It's no reflection of you. Absolutely. Right. So yes, I do agree. So, no, then I got plastic surgery not, the next it's day. It's not your fault. Exactly. Because now you look like this. <laughs> classically. You are classically <laughs> handsome. You are classic looking. I said that's before we you had so the Mel, Mel Gibson. Oh God. I know. I got that. I see him the at the gym. Look. Yeah. yeah, I know. I oh know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's kind of stout. Yikes. He's been working out. What did, oh God, I just wanted to add something to this. Go on. I'll add think about something? It. Have we not added everything <laughs> to this? All right. Oh, I think oh, something I, about your hair. It was when last time you were here, you talked about the quote unquote infinite game. Yes. And so when you do get rejected by one of these women, yes. you don't take it as it's my fault. It's over. That you're continuing on this journey. It's never over just because one person said. It's so true. But thanks for bringing that up. It's yeah. like, I've been, I'm glad we just edited our show because. Yeah. You're, you're, I, it's I so just thought it was in my mind. so yes, impactful on you. One of Adam's episodes is going to be in the book that we're that going we to be releasing shortly on Amazon, which you can get at Amazon, uh, wingrowmethod.com slash Amazon, Beautiful. where we're transcribing our episodes, and one of yours is featured that in it. That is yes. so cool. Yeah. Let, let's just review Infinite Game yeah. again, because I think it helps people. Yeah. Because again, I, it changed the way having I done this, it. Yeah, because having done this for so many years, you begin to, it begins to like weigh on your heart, like how much pain people are carrying around, yeah, how much right. self-blame. So Finite versus Infinite Games, great book, James Cars, C. A-R-S-E. And it talks about just two different ways of going about life. You know, finite game is I win, you David lose. Somebody Bustin, wins. so-and-so cars. Yeah. Just, I know, cars. seriously. Like, really? <laughs> anyway, hilarious. keep going. Sorry. You're good. Uh, she hears everything. Um, uh, finite game is somebody wins, somebody loses, right? Like chess. Somebody right. wins. But an infinite game is you play not to win or lose, but you play to play. And yeah. that is what dating should be. There's, That's what I, everything should be. Well, Yeah. Yeah, yes. it's like if you get rejected from one job interview, you still keep going. The world hasn't closed off. It hasn't closed shop. You know, it still exists. Exactly. Still you're still forward. playing. As long as you're alive, the game's yeah, on. Right. The game's on. Right. So, yeah. yeah learn, and who was the one? I think it's probably Tony Robbins or somebody said there's no such thing as rejection, just feedback. Yes, yes. I was talking oh, Tony like Robbins. He's good. Yeah. We should get him in here. He's like, there's no, no su- such I don't thing as rejection fit. because I, I can't see him. I'm so tall. I know yeah. you have an extra room for his teeth. On a final note to end this, I have this weird thing in my elbow lately that I saw. When I hit it in a certain spot, it's not even just, it's like pins and needles, but like times 10. 10. It's like, this is getting old, right? Is that how it happens? Is that how it starts? Yeah. Have you heard Louis C.K. on getting old? I'm being no. 40. That's something to look forward to. The doctor so says, far well, away from that. it's just ruin. He goes, can you do anything? No. <laughs> no. He goes, what if I was an athlete? Oh, I've heard that, yeah. You're not an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. like, just live with it. Right. Here, do this exercise, take pills, we'll fix it. No. <laughs> yeah. That's that. hilarious. Okay, well, anyway, so that means I'm getting old. Sucks so well. Okay, but that is the end of Overanalyze This. Please submit your questions to ask at askwomenpodcast.com and hopefully we will answer them on air. And actually what we're going to start doing soon is we are going to contact people who have good questions that we like and we're going to email them before and see if they want to be on live on our show Ooh. on the phone with us so we can get feedback from them so we're not just like you know evaluating right. you based on the few words that you've said we actually get right. more to the story so we can over over analyze and this. actually I just want to say this as well this is tentative but most likely will happen if anyone lives in the Southern California area Ooh. Marnie and I will most likely be um, doing a live taping yes. in Hollywood at the Hollywood Improv which mm-hmm. will be super Ooh. fun and we'll have yeah. a really fun comic on the show with us yeah on October um, 19th 
and it's October 19th, which is a Sunday, most likely probably at like 8 o'clock or, yeah. or so. So just letting you guys know in advance. Yes, and we'll yeah. talk about it every time. Yes. Leading up to that. I yeah. forgot about that. Okay, perfect. Well, that is our show. Adam, thank you so much for being here. You <laughs> are a pleasure. A pleasure. Always. always a pleasure. One last As plug. I'm always. glad you're here. Adam, okay, wingirlmethod.com slash Adam G. What do they go to? They'll get to, though, there's a video on, um, it's called Deep Attraction Online, and it's how to create like that sort of sense of deep attraction immediately so that she'll write you first. Okay. Most men waste their time online. They don't really create a profile that shows right. their, what I call their brass balls and tender heart right. and a little bit of humor and it's kind of the magical combination that gets women to write to you first. I so, love it. And I've you seen go. your profile so I know that it works. <laughs> uh, and then also I want everybody to go read a copy of my book. That's for women but you can still learn something if you are a man. It's winggirlmethod.com slash men work. And that's where you can buy a copy of my book and tell me if I am a misogynist (laughs) and controversial. It's very interesting. I want to know if I am. Anyway, okay. Thank you guys for listening to our show, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show.